Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heal Deal Podcast. It is an honor to have my friend, my colleague, Dr. Barbara Swinney, life and holistic leadership expert. We're both on fire. We just finished a empowering, healing, encouraging conference. I mean, just seeing her put together this amazing event. And I was honored to be a part of that event. And we're going to talk more about what she does and her passion. But I just want to take this opportunity to just let you know how appreciative I am to have you on the Heal Deal podcast to share your story of how you heal, lead, and leverage your story and help other women do the same. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I'm I'm a little, what do you call it? I feel like right now, even though you're my friend, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity right now. Oh my gosh. So I'm actually a little nervous talking to one of my best friends. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? I was thinking as you were talking, because you know, we talk and we laugh and we can't stop laughing and all of that. We call ourselves the cool nerds and all of that. But as you were talking, as you were introducing the podcast, it, I felt a little weird because I, I don't get to interact with you in this mode. So it's super cool that we both get to know the personal behind the professional and then be able to honor and respect the professional. So uh I will introduce myself. I am Dr. Barbara Swinney. I am a life and holistic leadership coach and coach trainer. I am the founder and CEO of Deeper Women Lead Global, which is a platform established for women in leadership to heal, lead, and leverage their stories and strategies for life, love, and leadership. And we did just come off of an amazing conference that I probably called Dr. Leona about stressing, trying to make everything come together, but it came off beautifully as women were healed, as women were learning how to become more effective leaders in their own lives. And as women walked away thinking about how they could leverage what they've gone through, how they can get out of the hurt and really start using um, the character development to support other women. So I'm super excited to be here with you, Dr. Leona, and to talk about the event from this weekend. Yes, yes. So what I found so amazing about what you did this year, because we've I've been part of your event in some form or fashion for the last three years now. Yes. You know, we've been, I've been a part of your anthology released a couple years ago, and I've seen how you, your platform has grown and evolved. And 
And what I want to discuss is really talk about how your event has evolved through the um, for the last couple of years, because you did something different this year. And would you mind sharing how it was different this year and why it was so powerful? I did do something different this year. And when I first started to tell my story, of course, I wasn't that far from the divorce, from the demotion. So that was the story because that's where I was. But I found that the further I got from the story and the more that I was able to heal from uh, what was the trauma or understand the the trauma behind it, um, the less I identified with the story. So I didn't wanna keep saying, let's share our stories and strategies for life, love and leadership. So I did a little shift and started asking, how can we heal And once you heal, you will automatically almost, it's inevitable that you become a more effective leader in your own life. So how can we lead ourselves like these women in leadership have been leading these powerful organizations? So how can we take those, that same skill set that we've used for other people and use it for ourselves? Because we, you have to reconcile all of the stuff inside of you before you can see it on the outside of you, which means once you heal and you start to establish a clear and compelling vision for yourself. As you start to establish a clear plan for yourself, as you gain clarity about your identity, your brand, then that starts to show up in the workplace in a completely different place. So it has the ability to supersize what you're actually doing in the workplace. So I didn't want to, I wanted to move away from just sharing your story because I don't want to just sit around and talk about what I've gone through, but how am I using that to dominate in the marketplace, to establish a platform, to give other women in leadership the space to heal, to lead and to really share their stories and master that story and then use that to leverage. So the difference, uh, I know I went around the block about four times, but the difference (laughs) between what I used to do, which is inviting women on the stage to share their stories, it was uh, twofold. It was a marketing and branding event for speakers who are actually already telling their story stories, but are looking to really solidify their platform around their story. So I took women, all of the women that stood on that, that stage were women who had gone through my coaching program, uh, the middle program, the middle pathway is really called the coach to lead program. And that's the pathway where there are women who are already speaking and maybe they've written a book, maybe they have a podcast, but they're not quite sure of how do I package this whole thing and make it a thing? How do I monetize the thing and then really start using that to to lift other women? So that was the difference. The coaching program was different. But what I did want to do, Dr. Leona, is lose the empowerment part where we invite other women into the room because there's power in seeing other women that have gone through similar things, that have had similar experiences. And then you see them on this stage as powerful beings. And they are able to do that because they've worked through their stories. Yes. And there is so much power in that story and me outside looking in and seeing what you're doing. Because I remember when this was a vision of yours. Yes. So actually seeing it happen was amazing to me. So I was looking at it with different eyes over the weekend. And the most powerful part, I didn't get a chance to tell you this, 
But the most powerful part about what you did was on the second day when you had several women share their story for the first time. Yes. Yes. And those were the most powerful. They were all powerful. Yes. But it was something about the first timers that finally got a safe place to share their story and how you had that platform created for them to be able to feel empowered and have the courage to do that. And it moved me. So there was that power in the story. And what I would like you to share is how I know that them sharing that story for the first time moved into that phase of healing. Yes, because when yes. you share that story, I know they shifted in yes. some way by sharing it for the first time. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. And they all, the thing that gave me chill bumps, um, of course, was them sharing their stories. And, and of course, I had heard the stories before they got on the stage because, you know, we have to bet to make sure that they are representing the brand. But it was the standing ovations that each of them got after they shared their stories. It was the support from the women in the room. And that gave me chill bumps because when I was going through all of my my stuff, the stuff that led me into this good place, um, I did not have that support or um, in my head, I thought I didn't have it. So I didn't reach out for it. So to see all of those women stand up and applaud those women who were telling their stories for the first time was simply amazing to me. It, it just, it made all, it made it everything worth it for me. And hearing them tell their stories for the first time and them actually walking through the story, it was almost like as they were going through the story, uh, they were saying, it's okay. Like it's, you could almost like literally see them grow bigger as they were telling the story, like physically they were transforming as they were telling the story, because now this is no longer a story I have to hold in my head or hold in my body. Now I get to release it. And when you release it, it stops the the contraction Uh, and, and you actually become bigger and you see that, oh my gosh. And then those women standing up, uh, even the women that were crying, you get to see that, oh my gosh, my story is impacting other women. And then it goes to, I have something valuable to share with other women. Because a lot of times we don't share because we think, well, what are people going to think about? Well, I mean, what do I have to say? Who am I to say anything? So sharing your story, I believe, reestablishes you as an authority in the thing that you went through. Because most of this hurt and trauma, even though my trauma may not look, may not have been caused by anything similar to what yours was caused by, it has the same effect. It has a shrinking effect. And anytime you get to release that from your body, there is a freedom that that comes. There's a weight that lifts from you. And then you realize, I am not the story. And I'm no longer in the story. But now I can use that to help us get through what we need to get through. And I can help other people who have to sit or sit across from me because these stories really all kind of have a universal theme. We're all just evolving, Dr. Leona. We're evolving. And I say back to our three-year-old selves who knew we could do anything. Yeah. Or we were pressed down and told we can't do anything. 
Yeah, that reminds me of the powerful panel session that oh I was a part of as well. And, and it was the similarities yes. of everybody had different stories, completely yes. different stories. Yes. But it just seemed like there was a commonality in all of them. Absolutely. And I think a lot of women try to compare themselves. Well, I wasn't molested as a child or right. I didn't lose my firstborn child. You know, there was so right. many things that we tend to compare ourselves to. Right. But one thing that you really elaborated on or really addressed was about trauma and trauma is different for everybody. Absolutely. It's like one thing that affects one person may not affect someone else the same way or that trauma may not move that person because Absolutely. we heard some very personal, strong stories where even I related to myself like, wow, I, I'm complaining about weight. Me yeah. <laughs> gaining weight and she went through that. But I had to check myself. We can't really do that because we all have a story that's going to move us. But what I found in the commonality was in all those stories, at some point we all lost ourselves and yes. who we were. Yes. So one thing we talk about how the story heals because when you were saying that i don't want to be all over the place either yeah. but this is what happens when you interview your friends yes okay? we, we just this is this is like y'all listening <laughs> this is a conversation between friends right now right but um but what happens is when we are he sharing a story and that healing power of the story and sharing that story which leads to leading. But one more thing I want to say about healing before we go into leading is that healing doesn't just ha happen in doctor's offices. Oh, and I think I said not. this during the panel. We try to look for that vitamin, yes. that supplement, that medication or something that needs us to heal. And that's what the Heal Deal podcast is about. Yes. This is about real issues that yes. lead to healing. And sometimes sharing a story in a room, you know, with people that, that support us can be healed. Absolutely. Because even one of the speakers talked about her um, overcoming Crohn's disease or yeah. and another client was talking about she overcame seizures. Yes. And a lot of this was through prayer and changing their, the direction of their life around. So a lot of these healings can happen just by believing in ourselves again and becoming uh, becoming found again. So Absolutely. back to the point I was trying to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like when we're trying to heal, that core thing was finding ourselves. Yes. And and um, I said this yesterday, I believe, at the conference. The thing we're trying to heal is really a, a reconciliation of our identity. Because the hurt and all of that stuff comes from, you know, in, in the marriage, I was really expecting things of my, my ex-husband that he didn't have the capacity to give me. Some of the things that I was asking him to do would be like asking my dog to wash the dishes. So it was really unfair for me to expect that he could give me these things when he was not giving these things himself. And when I started to realize that, it really did help me to release it and help me understand that he was really in the, the same process that I was in. It was just that I had reached a level of awareness and now I can go into the healing. And you talked about the pills and the medicine that we take and all of that, you know, uh, about 75 to 90% of the health issues we face come from toxic thinking. So in some ways we're making ourselves sick. We're, we're doing it to ourselves. So if we can clear up the things that we are 
thinking sometimes the Crohn's disease, all of the other stuff that we're struggling with, um, not saying that you don't need to get medical help and medical assistance, they sometimes dissipate or the effects of them are uh, eliminated or they decrease because of that. I remember, and I told this story on the first day about, I call it my in, in the closet moment, when when I first started to realize there's something else, there's something more, there's some, something greater. A few years ago, I was walking around Dr. Leona with just kind of a looming sense of sadness. Uh, I didn't know what it was. I even went to the doctor and I said, I was about to turn 40. So I asked, is there such thing as I'm about to be 40 blues? And she said, actually there is. She said, but just focus on the party. And I was like, focus on the party. You can't give me some pills or something. I want some pills so I can get done with this. But she didn't give me pills. She just said, focus on the party. I didn't listen to any of that. It wasn't a party because I wasn't even having a party because I was depressed. <laughs> but it sent me to an inward place. And I started asking the questions. Uh, Miles Monroe says there are five questions that every leader must ask. And that's, who am I? Where am I from? What am I supposed to be doing? What are my gifts and what do I value? And it's in those questions that you start to answer. It is in the quietness that you start to answer. And I always tell my clients, if, if uh, quiet time is a requirement, you have to do that as you go through my programs because that's where the clarity is. When we shut out all of the noise, sometimes I'll sit and just say, God, you're the only thing that's real. Everything else, we're literally making it up. We made up in our minds, this mic came to be. We made up in our minds, this computer came to be. So yeah. we have to think about what we're making up in our minds that we are manifesting in front of us, in our bodies, in our in our spirits, even letting things, certain things in, come in and uh, cultivate certain things in our bodies. Absolutely. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> so powerful. It's like, is there so many levels to this? It's yes. so many levels. Because what I like to say is healing the emotional, physical, chemical, spiritual, yes. it all comes in together. And I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm interviewing. <laughs> But uh, but that is just a powerful thing. It's just using our stories and and there's those different layers because we all we both have stories. Yes, you know, yes. it's like everybody in that room had a story. Absolutely, and how it really changed their lives. And what I learned that in leadership, there was no one in there in that place of leadership that didn't have a story. That's there was right. no one in that room that didn't have a story, and that's what we got to understand and using that story to help people in the areas of their lives. Like your story helps people um, incorporate, women in corporations yeah. mm -hmm. heal. Where my story is helping people kind of make that connection between their health and their story. Yes. So one thing that I like about your platform is that you say that you're a holistic yes. leadership expert. Yes. So what I'm getting into now is more of the, I guess we can get more into the leveraging because we talked mm -hmm. about the healing yes. and we did go into leading and and what you said just said was a lot of it had to go with leading ourselves yes. and leading our thoughts and leading our actions absolutely so how do you leverage it now 
Let's go into so, that. So, so this whole thing started, and it's so uh, what's so powerful is the healing, leading, and leveraging. Initially, I thought it came within an instant. It like it, it was like now this is what I'm doing. And the healing, leading, and leveraging didn't come about until uh, maybe January when I did, I did a masterclass around leveraging what you've lost. And it was kind of as I was preparing that mastermind, it's when the light bulb went off. I don't want to talk about the divorce anymore. I don't want to talk about the demotion anymore. Like that is not even who I am. And it's no longer what people attach to me. So when you now, when you think about Dr. Barbara Sweeney, if you go and Google me or any of that, you're not going to even see my career. You're going to think this is what I do. You're going to think uh, I'm a life and holistic leadership coach. So that's a new story. So we have to start. Uh, we don't we don't want to attach ourselves to any story because it could change at any time. We've got to know when to move on from the story. So we don't get healed just to sit in the healing because we all have a purpose for being here and the real purpose. And I don't want to, you know, I know Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama just stuck his tongue out and asked the kid to, to suck his tongue, but he did say something really good before all of that. <laughs> the real purpose for all of us being here is to help each other. And how do you do that? You use your gift to help each other. So I know that my gift is I'm a strong visionary. I'm, I, I can see things in my head and then I know how to make it happen in the earth. That, that's, just, that's just my gift. And then I can see things in you and show you how to get clear about what it is that I see. I can walk you through that and then help you manifest it in the earth. So I have to use all of that stuff. Yes, yes, I went through a divorce. All of that was really to cultivate and develop this gift, not just so I can just sit in the cultivation. Oh, I'm just, I'm healed. Let me just, I can sit down now. But as I continue to leverage, I, as I continue to help other women establish their platforms, as I continue to open the space and make it safe for other women to share their platforms, what I'm also really doing is giving them the space to lead themselves, teaching them what that looks like, because I had to take agency over myself. I had to regain custody of myself because I had given up all of my rights. And I used to say in my marriage and, and at work all the time that I don't have a voice. And it wasn't until I started tracing that until I realized that it that came from me being the youngest of 10 children. And in my family, there was a year between every child until it got to me. So there are four years between me and the next child, the next brother. And that means all of them were my caretakers. From the time that I was born, they fought over me when, when before I was born because the, the boys wanted to increase their kingdom and the girls wanted to maintain their queendom because there are you know, six girls and four boys. So, so all of that played into this reconciliation of my identity. So when everything started to fall apart, I even, I was angry with my family because they loved me. They doted on me. They did what a family should do, but it led me to this place of addiction to external affirmation. 
And I even had to unpack that. I called my brother one day and I said, y'all told me wrong. You told me wrong. And I was angry because now what? Now that I don't have, I'm not getting the hand claps. How, what, how am I supposed to deal with that? You know, I, I already had the doctoral degree. I already was at the height of my career. How do you, what claps do I get beyond that? And that's when I had to go inside and I had to start asking myself questions like, what was in me that caused me to accept less than my value? And it was because I didn't know my value. My value was in the hand claps. My value was in the degrees. My value was in my family looking and putting me on this pedestal. I talk about that in my book. It's always deeper. I suffer from the pedestal syndrome. I, they put me on the, uh, you know, atop the pedestal and then I gained weight and my butt couldn't fit on the pedestal anymore. So I'm, I'm struggling trying to stay up there when all of this stuff is crumbling around me. So the, the whole piece of it really is identity. We've been victims of identity theft, and we tend to marry ourselves to all of this different stuff. And you know what happens when you're married and you get a divorce? It's like ripping something apart. And it's the same relationship with everything else. It's the same relationship with your job. If you're tied to your job in that way, then and then that job doesn't exist anymore. It's like ripping. And you've got to learn how to get some sandpaper and shave down all of those little bumps that don't belong anymore. And, and that's where the healing part comes in. And you made some really strong points when you first said, you know, you don't really talk about your divorce anymore. It is something about how we started our stories. Like in my first book, A Journey of Healing, I talk about that weight loss and the depression, everything I was going yeah. through. And I realized I don't really talk about it that much either. Yeah, it's like, I yeah. forget like, oh yeah. But you made some good points about being a victim of identity theft. Yeah. And I know a lot of my story was being a doctor and mm -hmm. how to act a certain mm -hmm. way. And I'm not supposed to do this or say this because mm -hmm. I'm a doctor, but yes. I'm yeah. a human, I'm a person. I have hurts and disappointments just like everybody else. Absolutely. And learning to leverage that to really learn to connect with yes. my clients. So it really helps yes. us to connect better, <laughs> but it's very powerful how I feel like, you know, I don't like to talk about myself. Right, right. And I think when you were saying that, I understand why now. Yeah. Because I, I, I guess I've gotten disconnect, not disconnected with my story. Yeah. It just doesn't define me. It's like I'm over right. it. I right, moved right. on from that. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I was an engineer. Big deal. Yeah. You know, it's like not a big deal to me. And right. I think that's why I don't like to talk about myself, but right. I like to talk about where I am now yes. and how I can help others. Yes. All that was experience. And I think that's, that's where that evolution comes from. It's like, I, you know, we're, we're in our fifties now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's just, that's but where that barely, comes barely. in. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, one of the things that I like to uh, Dr. Leona about the event yesterday, what at, at the event, we had one of the young ladies who told her story for the first time, I saw her Facebook post. And she listed all of the accolades of the women that were in the room. We had doctors, we had lawyers, we had resort developers, uh, we had uh, realtors, we had an array of experience mm -hmm. and yeah. positions and degrees in the room. 
but I felt like the stories in the room leveled the playing ground and it, the playing field. And it, it did not matter uh, that you were, you know, the owner of 608 acres in the Dominican. It did not matter if you were a shareholder in this company or that company. None of that mattered. Yeah. The only thing mattered is that you were a woman and you were in the room and everybody is there to lift the boats. And when yes. I talk about leverage, it's not about money. Money comes. We talk about money a lot, but money comes when you heal Money comes. I have a um, an affirmation that I say every morning. I'm so grateful that money comes to me in increasing quantities from multiple sources on a continuous basis. And that, uh, you know, we start out, you know, in these businesses. At one point, I was using my business kind of as a weapon, as a tool. Like I'm, I'm going to show them and all of that. And that's not what any of this is about. So even as you start, and I want to, you know, encourage people. You don't have to be all the way healed to get started. Mm -hmm. You will, as you get in this and you start to see the impact on other women and understand their needs, at some point, your focus leaves you and you start to turn, your heart starts to turn for the healing of other women. Because once you wake up and you truly sit in the authority of who you are, no competition is needed. <laughs> I don't, cause I know my lane and I, I know uh, what works for me. I know that there's enough for everybody and everybody, every start story has an audience. Mm -hmm. I noticed that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I noticed that too. Cause it was just, it was very, it was a, it was powerful just seeing the diversity of women, but yeah. at the end of the day, it was an even playing field for those who had, field. who were seasoned speakers to the ones who were speaking for the first time. I noticed that it was a nice level playing field and yes. we were all just feeding off of each other. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. no and, dignitaries. Even if you walked in as a dignitary and usually we don't put ourselves in those categories. Other people are putting us in those categories because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just Barbara. It's just me. And one of the ladies pointed out, you know, even as I'm moving into this new arena, uh, she said that familiarity with a person can be dangerous sometimes because if I'm too familiar with you, you don't always know how to protect the gift. And you think it's me, but it's really the gift that you're trying to help me to protect. And I have to, as I move into this new uh, arena, um, be more discerning of who to allow to be familiar uh, and then who I need to basically keep as a client, so to speak. Because, you know, sometimes your clients become your friends. You have to be discerning and understand where you are and it in what season. Yes. Yes. Woo. I tell you, we can go on and on go and on, on and, and on. just talk about these different levels of healing, but I just want to kind of recap and just let people know who you are. Like I said, she's a good friend of mine, but it's also a powerful leader. That's why this is a you know, kind of quirky in a way, but I hope you all were able to follow us as we had this conversation, but just understand these important nuggets that we're trying to share with you is the power in the story. And I just wanted to highlight this wonderful woman because 
what is what she's doing is so powerful and i'm just grateful to be a part of what you're doing thank you um and before we close uh do you want to share please share your other platforms uh your podcast yes. <laughs> please share the books you've written because this woman's been busy so go <laughs> ahead and share those real quick <laughs> we are definitely expanding our platform and, and every time we add something it's for the purpose of expanding the platform for women in leadership to heal lead and leverage so we recently launched Deeper Conversations with Dr. Barbara Swinney, and I'm super excited and grateful that Dr. Leona actually hosted our private podcast session uh, at the conference, and man, I can't wait to hear the whole thing. I've been looking at the pictures. I can't wait to actually uh, be a witness uh, to hear it. So we have the Deeper, Deeper Conversations podcast. We are releasing, and I didn't say this yesterday, but the Deeper Woman magazine is coming out and surprise. What? I didn't know that. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Yeah, that'll be uh, launched uh, beginning of first quarter of, of next year, 2024. Okay. And uh, then the Deeper Women Speak, the platform in the way that we are presenting it now as it being a marketing and branding event, as well as a women's empowerment event, that is a little different from what we've, we've done before. Uh, as a part of that platform, we have the Deeper Women Teach uh, anthology series. And Dr. Leona was in the very first one. We are moving into volume two. That one is also connected to the platform in that as you go through the Coach to Lead pathway to the Deeper Women Speak stage, uh, one of the options is that you can take part in the anthology. That'll be released at the next event, September 8th and 9th. I believe that's when we're slated for Deeper Women Speak, September. Uh, and, and those are just a, a few of the platforms that we've established so far with, within the platform. Yes. And I want people to understand the pathway part. Okay. When you say that, you know how things pop in my head when you're talking. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a lot of women that are listening that are probably yes. just sitting around and they'll look at people like us and be like, man, she has this platform. She's doing yeah. this. She's doing that. But they're sitting there with their own story and afraid to share. Yes. It. Yes. So That's That's what good. Dr. Swinney is doing is allowing women that are listening that have a story that they're dying to share. And, and this is a, a way to do that. And you have that support to do it because a lot of women are scared. They, they're yes. afraid of being judged and they remain stuck because yes. they refuse. But I don't think there's anyone else doing anything like what you're doing to and, give and people a, a, a system yeah. to share their story. We just go out there yeah. and, and feeling unprotected when we do it. Yes. And, and, and we just put it out there. We're like this afterwards, <laughs> yes. but the way you're doing it, I, I, I just love it. I, I mean, what you're doing, when you told me the first time, I don't, I don't think you've forgotten, but I was just like, whoa, that's <laughs> yes. a wonderful idea. Yes. So it's like you're doing, for, for people sharing their story, like I do for healers, you know, yes. people that want to be healed, giving them systems, giving yes. them strategies yes. instead of just guessing and trying to figure it out. Absolutely. So we got to have those systems. So I just wanted to add that in there. Absolutely. That is a very powerful thing. And that's and actually, Dr. Dr. Leona, where the, the women that you saw on the stage for the first time, 
they came through one of the pathways. So there are actually three pathways to the Deeper Women Speak stage. There is the coach to speak pathway. And this is for the woman that's never told her story before. So what I do is I work with these women to get clear about what the story is. Also, as you're gaining clarity about what the story is, some healing comes into play because you start to uncover, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was in there. Uh, there sometimes people just want to speed through and I say, no, 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 let's go back to this. What's under this right here? Because you want people to get up and share their stories from a if not completely healed place, but a place where they can really demonstrate their healing and how they've moved past it. So that's the coach to speak uh, pathway. And then there's the coach to lead pathway. That's for the woman that's telling her story already. She might have a podcast, she might have a book, but doesn't quite know how to pull it all together. So I am bringing her in and I'm teaching her how to establish a platform. So how do I take all of this stuff and create a system, a structure and have strategies for that platform. And then there's the coach to lead pathway. That pathway is for the woman who, who already has a platform, but she's looking to lock arms with another platform to partner and expand her impact and influence like the anthology, like the conference. So any of those things that um, it, it really creates a space for collaboration and network networking for women. Yes, I love it. And I'm definitely gonna put your information in the show notes. Yes. So for those of you listening that want more information, her information, how to contact her will be in the show notes. All right, friend, Dr. Swinney, go ahead and just share any final comments that you would like to just share regarding today. I, when you wake up, you want everybody to awaken to who they are. My goal, I feel like a part of my purpose is to wake people up to the giants that they are, to help them come into the awareness that you are so much bigger than the stuff that you've gone through. No matter what it is, you are going to be okay and you have something valuable to offer. With that said, thank you. Thank you. Very powerful words. And what, and where's one saying that I love you to say, I don't think you know this either. And I love it when you say it, it's like, if you want your life to go higher, you have to you go, deeper. go deeper. Yes. That is one of my favorite sayings yes. that you say, and yes. that is so important. So once again, Dr. Barbara Swinney, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your platform, your energy, because you really, Put yourself out there 110% this weekend. And I know right now you're going to rest and recover yes. and get ready for your next big thing. Yes. But to everyone listening, if you have any questions, please let me know. And again, I'll have her information in the show notes. And until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.